um, we're still in this uh, situation here where uh, we're not considered like Afro-Norwegian or Afro-European or anything like that. We're like basically just uh, second generation immigrants or we're considered like refugees or people fl uh, fleeing from war and famine. So we basically, we don't have like this black uh, Northern European, whatever uh, identity, you know? Hey, it's Red Summer. Hey, I'm Hanifa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Welcome back, babies. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, oh my, I like almost don't know where I'm at. You know, are we queer walk land? Are we, I don't <laughs> right. know what's going on. <laughs> but no, we are well, back. We are back. Yes, we are. We are here at the end of the month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tell me about your Pride Month. Did you get to do anything prideful? Uh, in my house? Not really. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not really. Not really. I did do that one um, socially distant uh, Pride in the park, in the parking lots outing. So everyone parked at like... Uh, with spaces in between and we put the chairs in front of our cars and just <laughs> hung out and like waved to each other and <laughs> we ate and drank and everything our own food in our own cars and just <laughs> it was hilarious you know what <laughs> let's just take this time to reflect you know what i'm saying we try to do the most with the least you know yeah. what i mean let's just take this time to reflect during pride you know, as you know, shoot, we had the old boy contest, so you know, <laughs> we try to keep have a little bit of fun, baby, a little bit of fun. Anyway, anyway, you guys, welcome. This is your gay aunties, and it's a weekly podcast that is centered around queer adulting. Yes, and if you want Auntie Hanifa, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I'm not reading in third person. Trust me. <laughs> If you want Auntie Red or myself to answer yes. questions about life, love, or any of life's experiences, you know, just tap your gay aunties on the shoulder via um, email at your gay aunties uh, at gmail.com. Um, or you can Instagram us or Twitter us. It's all your gay aunties, y'all, you know. And every day, of course, we come to you live here on YouTube and then Wednesdays via iTunes or Spotify or all the places. Welcome. Hey. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so I am all over the place, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We we'll, we we'll, we we'll, we gonna keep it moving, yo. Because I'm really cause I'm really excited about you know um today's guest. So um first of all, we got another lights on contributor. Boom 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 boom. So big up to Pamela. How you do that? What's that? What's that noise? Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, Auntie Hanifa is back here doing all the, back at the controls. Our intern, a wonderful intern, Kiera, is stuck in traffic with her mama. So, <laughs> doing it, going back to the old school. Anyway, we just want to thank everyone for like a, a beautiful month of Lights On to support this podcast and our partners in Lights On, Queer, Walk, Pod, all the money that um, has been contributed will be split between the both of us to what? Keep the lights um, on. So thank you, Pamela, for um, contributing. Also, we want to big up everyone who else has contributed. Um, Natalia, Sami, <laughs> 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 <And> Kenneth, twice. <laughs> 
beautiful. Um, so everything is going to be split with everyone. Um, what, oh, we raised about 120 bucks. So people like were dropping. Nice. So like we had a few contributors, but they was like dropping some pieces, some dimes, and some quarters. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Thank you all so much for Thank the support. You. And it it just is such a blessing to be able to like share this experience with other queer podcasts and be able to really just share your love with the people <laughs> the way that we share yeah. our love with you. <laughs> and you do actually have a couple more days. There's still a couple more days in June. So if you do want to um, contribute to Lights On, get your last quarters and dimes in there, you can easily do it um, on Venmo. Our Venmo account is B as a boy, B909 Creative. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can do that or you can go on patreon.com slash the gay aunties to contribute there on the lights on the tier. Boom. Absolutely. Thank you, y'all. Yes. Thank you. And there are other ways that you can support your gay aunties that are not even monetary. <laughs> Say you just like, you know, it's light right now, sis. Like we out here in these Corona streets. Times That's are right. hard. All you have to do is go to um our itunes you can go to soundcloud wherever it is that you listen to the podcast and leave us a review hey you can just say how much you love us and how much you appreciate us and all the good things that make our um scores go up (laughs) and make sure that people know that this is a podcast that they should also listen to and you can just help us in that way right so it doesn't always have to be i'm going to (laughs) take some some dollars out of my pocket and give it to your gay aunties although we uh, enjoy and appreciate having that support in that way there are other ways right (laughs) and so we are really really excited every time we get a review and every time someone uh takes that time to just give us a thumb up or they send questions in for on wednesdays for our tweet tea or they just uh leave a voice message so if you go on our ig on at your gay aunties you can go on our link tree i think it's called and you can voice your concerns for things that are going on you can ask questions you can leave us comments whatever it is that you like to share with us you can speak your truth right there all of those are ways that you can support your gay aunties by participating as well as going to your gay aunties at gmail.com and sending us a letter so that we can keep the show rolling <laughs> uh, on wednesdays <laughs> I do, um, from, I think it's from six to seven Eastern time. I do something called Auntie Red's Tweet Tea. And on the Tweet Tea, yes, you're back. (laughs) On the Tweet Tea, people send in questions and I answer them live. And so one of the questions that we got last week or this, this week that just passed, uh, says, I hear the elders always talking about voting, but honestly, I don't think it works. What are more tangible ways that we can change the system? And I thought that was a really good question. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And so I said voting is one part because it allows for balance in the political system. Um, I think we should balance out all systems, education, law enforcement, tech, entertainment, like whatever 
um, lane you're in, just spend your time making sure that those lanes are also balanced and that they're representing um, just the concept of supporting people of color. <laughs> and, and also, if I can just chime in on that really quickly, um, one of the biggest challenges that your generation or this generation, even the people sitting here on this show's generation, is to get rid of the electoral college. And you motherfuckers do that, do that, and also focus more on the local um, elections. Boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's that, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so join me every Wednesday at 6 o'clock, um, and we can talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. You can ask me whatever. We've had questions from like my least and favorite jobs, like how to support, <laughs> um, how to uh, do self-care. Like they, we've had all kinds of topics. So it's really one of my highlights of the week. Say word. Oh, God, I can't wait until um, until Kiera will come back. All right. Um, <laughs> Y'all see, I'm having, I'm having a moment back here for you guys who are watching us live. I'm over here wrestling with the light. You know what I'm saying? And I'm on mute. Am I on mute? But I think I have it uh, together and we're both here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I All saw right, but, you on the struggle. But, but you got yeah, it was, back together. I know, right? It's like the light came alive. We just started wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to. Anyway, all that being said. All that being said. So. Um, moving on, we have a big announcement. Well, it's not a big announcement. It's just we, we cleaning house here. Um, we, uh, as in uh, uh, me and Red and the whole uh, uh, gay aunties uh, team, we are going on break. Because, you know, yes. we don't break. These bitches don't be taking no breaks. We need to take a break. <laughs> All right? So we are going to be taking a break um, throughout the month of July. As far as broadcasting, we're still going to be giving you content um, as we creative and staying connected with you guys on both Twitter and um, IG, just a little couple of special things, but no regular Sunday and Wednesday broadcast. Um, and then we're going to return in August. Um, and when we return, okay, here's the here's the big announcement. Wong, 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 wong. Let me let me let me do the air horn because fuck it, no, no, it's gonna be an applause announcement. Yes, yes, okay, okay. <laughs> We've decided that moving uh, into our new season, we've learned so much these past 90 episodes. We've learned so much. We've adjusted so much. All that being said, um, we, one of the things we also realize is that though we love coming to you, that we're going to one, instead of being a weekly podcast, we're going to be bi-weekly, but... Instead of coming to you to an hour, for an hour, we're going to stretch that to an hour and a half, two hours. So you get more of us when you get us. But this way, we can provide, have a lot more ease of providing content to you on a regular basis. Now that things are starting to move smoothly, well, that's when our interns are here because me and the light had an issue. Okay? All right. All right. So that, that we just... <laughs> But, you know, we just want to let you go, guys, to know that um, starting in August, we're going to be on a whole new timeline. We'll let you know about everything on Twitter and, and and IG as far as when exactly we're coming back. But we are going to take a month off for that. Boom. Yay, vacation. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I think it's that time. Is it that time? Yes, let's go into Auntie... Um, if I can find the cue, there we go. Hey, I'm the gems. <laughs>
<laughs> Wonderful. And for this week, my Auntie Jim is um, actually was brought up for me by my best friend, Saya. And Saya started watching Pose. And she called me and was like, oh my God, like this is our life. Like, <laughs> this, this is totally our life. Like, you are a house mother. <laughs> and I started laughing because I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, my children and, and my biological children and my foster children and my grandchildren and all of that. And we are here now for my grandson's high school graduation. And I'm here in Tennessee for that. And my family is here with me. <laughs> oh, they gonna come in, they gonna come in, come in, come in. Yeah, they're gonna come in. Look at that, look at them grown ass kids. Auntie Ray got grown ass kids. Oh, that's the children. Okay, so. excited and they're over in the corner watching the show with us and we're going to have a great day celebrating our family that we created right mm -hmm. and so in um in my experience as a house mother right <laughs> i um have just really enjoyed being able to to build out my family and support the children in my community and really live that village reality, right? Mm, and mm. so today is just a beautiful day where I get to just bask in the, the house that Red built. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God, it's that moment, it's that last scene in season two pose. I mean, minus the wheelchair, but the whole, yeah. like you are America, baby. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, what America can be anyway. <laughs> But Thank you are the house mother. You are house mother of the year here. Ah, and the category is family. No, what a what a beautiful thing, you know, um, to be able to cultivate, to bring to bring children into the world, but also being able to cultivate um, um, just children who are here in the yeah. world, you know, and bringing them to fruition and, and becoming like. Look at those beautiful people who aren't watching this live on YouTube. You missed a flash of like a beautiful <laughs> ass family. Okay, yeah. beautiful family. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And so that's what I have to share. <laughs> yeah, so you know, and just one quick thing is, you know, um, as far as the houses and you and being a, a house mother, you know, mm -hmm. on every level, like let's, you know, we have so many house mothers out there that look different ways some look like in pose where it's like you know in houses and balls and everything and then there are house mothers that are not as institutionalized but are yeah. just like they are there they've always been there but i think we need to help these people um up mm -hmm. um and know that this is something that is part of the queer culture period yeah you know yeah 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 and inherently black and inherently black <laughs> black as fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well um, my gem, um, I'm excited. I, I put a little, a little medley together because we recently had the Oh Boy, um, uh, contest and we're excited because we have our winner, 
LaBelle yes. Holland on, right? <laughs> so, but I wanted to give some light to um, some of the other nominees or, or, or contestants because there were a lot of, a lot of talent there, you know. That's one reason why, you know, at first we kind of posted it where it was just like, oh, they look good, they look good, right? Who look, who are you attracted to? But I said, and then I started really digging into people's pages. I'm like, obviously, as we know, there is a deeper level to us, always a deeper level. So I wanted to present that talent um, to help people with their voting. And because it was so much talent, I, this is a quick little review of um, amazing nominees. And in the order, first we have, it's going to be one quick medley. So it's Champagne Poet, Norkin for Life, um, Siren Sav, Billy Jr. Official, and Roddy V. Poet. All right, y'all. Uh, yeah, here it goes. Making it seem so easy to silence a bomb every time they kill one of us, they are pulling the keys from grenades, expecting us not to explode. When will they learn here on Earth that being young and black is not synonymous with being guilty, bang? And I am here wondering if there are lessons to be learned in heaven, bang? And do they get out the diplomas there, bang? Will any of our lost ones have graduated with honors? How long shall they kill our prophets? Right. While we stand beside and look, some say it's just a part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Hold up, let's establish what we came for. Came for. I want establishments that's so fabulous with three flows. Three flows. I want to fuck the game up. Shower ride, no Nico. No me, me's. Blowing J's, no Stevie. I got love for hip hop, believe me. She keep texting me, says she need me. Niggas out here ain't doing a race, so she call my jacket talk crazy. And I'm just out here living my life, she's so needy. But I'll be there where she need me, for sheezy. Dress an alumnus simply cause I run shit, damn I make this look easy. From the blocks with these quicker cops, get paid a whole lot, just a bunch of shots. Another block, 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 another black man down on the goddamn ground, it ain't even hot. Siren Sav is the name, I be so sick in the way that I spit. Wigs would I split, bad to the bone, that be this chick. Moving slow-mo cause my flow be too quick. Medication for my concentration. I be shitting on these bitches, no constipation. Fucking with me, bitch, and your time you be wasting. I killed the game, nigga, annihilation. I fuck the game, so I be the father. I run this shit, nigga, why you even bother? I don't even spit, nigga, my mouth water. Fuck around with me, and I'll cut you, no barber. Yeah. See, I don't know if it's just me. Talk to me. Yeah. See, I don't know if it's just me or I'm just too immature, but I don't like talking much. Retired from the people pleasing, it was never really them, but it was that. I. I was giving up and I was like, fuck. You know? Because, like, I don't like giving up. I feel like I would have to die, so as long as I'm alive, I'm never feeling like my time's up. I want to bring life to what's down until the vibe is up. <laughs> Be that warm child when the highs up. <laughs> Talk about the tide as it rises up. But I can't shine a light without the blinds up. It almost feel like too many mistakes. Too many who is this to me up in your face. Eyes roll in the back of the head, and the body becomes lifeless. He always liked this when we high. Paranoid as fuck. Nerves paralyzed. Probably thinking the cops gonna busting on us like last time. When they smell probable cause, search us both. But only ask me for my patience. The neighbors called again, complained again. So that time they came to make a point. German shepherds will find the Jew. I mean the joint. But Roddy hid the weed under the floorboards. Her history taught her Come it's on. safer underground when hiding from the hounds. Listen. Listen. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. <laughs> yeah. Skills. It was we a, a lot. We have some definite talent in our community. Uh, always. There's always talent uh, mm-hmm. in, in our community. And I kind of knew that was going to going to happen so um, I'm, I'm glad that it did <laughs> but I want yeah. to give I want to give some other uh, you know make sure that you know many people as possible got light and um, you know we did this whole old boy contest because it's really trying to appreciate masculinity or, or, or a kind of masculinity that's not always appreciated um, in media um, in general or if not for nothing really you know seen you know, we all can't live through lean away you know what I'm saying <laughs> so <laughs> Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, the more of us that are presenting us, uh, the better. And so we had a really great selection of masculine, masculine presenting um, individuals. And we have the winner um, on the show uh, a little later on. So yay. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get in it. We're going to get in it, y'all. Um, so is it that time to take a break, a quick break? It is. Just a really it quick is. one, a quickie, quickie one. Okay. All right, let me go my notes. All right. So the only thing we got to say is that as we move on to our next season and the gay aunties come in action with all different reasons. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, I don't know how I was going with that. All that being said, we need your help to stay ahead. Looking for that. In turn, make black too. In turns, yeah. Are you someone who likes social media? Yeah. Always yeah, on yeah. that bitch. <laughs> we'll scratch that itch. <laughs> we call my intern. <laughs> so I know like we're saying this as a joke. Hanifa is is great at a lot of these things, but your Auntie Red needs help. Okay. So you know every Wednesday when I'm doing the tweet tea. I don't know much about Twitter at all. So I need y'all help. <laughs> it is time. So that is why it is important that um, as our last intern class is graduating, that we are welcoming in our new intern class, right? <laughs> and we were so, so blessed to have amazing, amazing young people on our team. And we love them and we're so excited to see them go on and do wonderful things in life. And we are waiting for you. So <laughs> to if you come on and replace intern, us. Right? <laughs> so here's what you do. If you want to be our intern, um, that's we need someone to help us with um, social media. We have structure in place, but we need someone to, to be in charge of that because bitches is mm-hmm. busy. All right. Yeah. Also, we are uh, um, we are looking into some sponsorship opportunities. So I also we also need an intern who is um, well written and good in correspondence. It's two different things. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are watching, exactly, <laughs> and have, and have a general interest or strong interest in brand marketing because you're going to help us with that as well. Um, so yeah, so we really um, we live and breathe and love our interns. So if you want to be our intern, you can easily sign up. We have a simple form you can access via our IG page in the link and our link tree. Um, it simply says internship form <laughs> so click that it'll take you there and introduce yourself and let us know why you want to work for us and what you got and we'll make it worth your while right all right all right y'all all right now <laughs> it's, the, it's the time of the show we like when we have beautiful people in the house um yes. and we have letters about we're gonna make it we're gonna do it whoa whoa what all right we have guests we have guests <laughs> 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 Mabel Holland. 
All right. See, because our winners, they got bios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. They are a writer, activist, and poet. With a BA in pedagogy, they have actively chosen a line of career that has centered around the human and human experience. Um, their work is uh, inspired by the motivation for social change, whether it is regarding queer topics or movements such as Black Lives Matter. They are currently a project leader on the production of Black Representation in Black History Month Norway. And also, mm. okay, and also <laughs> she's doing the work. And also, <laughs> and also part of a newly founded group with the um, goal to create a safe space for queer Black women Aside from being an incredible um, activist, um, someone who speaks their mind, um, Mabel is also fine as fuck, which is <laughs> one of the reasons why Mabel won our old boy contest. Yes. So with no further, votes, okay. <laughs> with no further ado, welcome everybody, Mabel Holland, straight from Norway. <laughs> I can see the disappointment in her eyes as I enter the venue. She grips tighter around his hand as if she's proving something, degrading herself to a piece of jewelry on his arm. But the resentment she feels for me is penetrating the space between us. If I knew she'd be here, I would have never shown. Peculiar how the happiest I've been is also the saddest. Even though she's hiding behind those big locks of hair, I feel her eyes on me and it's just like coming home. She is well aware that her heartache is visible to me, the kind of woman who promised herself never to settle. And in that moment where she thought she actually had it all, our souls connected in a bittersweet moment seconds of pure truth. I walk past her like a cliche, how I wish this moment will never end. She forces a smile, if only to thank me, tears watering those big brown eyes, because she knows, we both know, as if we're soldiers on the battleground, aware this is our final goodbye. She hates me for not crossing her path sooner. And I hate how nothing is coincidence. I know I met the love of my life today and all I could do was watch her leave. Oh, wow. See, that's why you the winner. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. And, and heartbreaking and, and heartbreaking. yeah, and all the things. Yeah, my life is just a big, big, big heartbreak, you know, so. Uh, I find that hard to believe, but okay, we'll go with <laughs> Well, then, yeah, well, I'll leave that alone for later. <laughs> but no, no, yes. by the, I, I thought that was beautiful about those moments, those, how rich a passing moment can be and how heartbreaking a passing mm -hmm. moment can be. Exactly. Absolutely. And how much is said in a silence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you don't need well, words, you know? You don't need words. Yeah. Yes. Just yes. know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and, and being able to be with us all the way from Norway is where you are? Yeah, and where is that? 
<laughs> let's get into that. Let's get into that because um, it was an extra blessing, I think, um, to not only get um, a handsome and talented um, um, person on here, but also um, a black person that's living abroad. Yeah. yeah. In your body, in your form, in your expression, who you are. You know, and I thought it would be a great opportunity for uh, people who haven't traveled much who listen to our show. So, like, what exactly does that look like? Because me and Red talk about it sometimes, but what does that look like, especially during this time? What does that look like for you in, in, in Norway, being your beautiful self? Being in Norway at this time is quite conflicting, actually, because uh, living in Northern Europe, you're faced with a whole other societal structure than what I can tell is coming out of America. So we're facing, you know, like this uh, hidden structures that is really hard for us to like kind of depict and and to battle with, you know, because you can't really pinpoint anything on nobody. So we're just like in a limbo caught situ situation trying to, you know, make some changes up in here. Uh, how? <laughs> <laughs> you no, asked. I mean, because I, yeah. I, think, I think it's, it's good for people too who have never been to Norway and can imagine, yes, it is a majority, it is a majority white um, country, but don't really understand how white, <laughs> you know, and that it's it's a slightly, it's, it's the same kind of white, but it's a different kind of white, you know, yeah. and how we may navigate race, you know, if you, you know, if you live in butt-ass Utah as a black person, mm. it's probably a, a similar kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. That's why I, I'm just, you know, I don't think a lot of people really understand, um, the world in which you live. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I don't know. You don't have, you can like, you can have black pride here. Of course, a lot of us have it. And, you know, we, we try our best to communicate that, but, um, we're still in this, uh, situation here where, uh, we're not considered like Afro-Norwegian or Afro-European or anything like that. We're like basically just uh, second generation immigrants or we're considered mm. like refugees or people fl uh, fleeing from war and famine. So we basically we don't have like this black uh, northern European whatever uh, identity, you know, so it's really it's really something else to navigate in here. And also we are lacking like so much black representation, which is why I'm also doing this project with Black History Month Norway, because we definitely need to put ourselves on the map. I mean, like black yeah. people here are not aware that we've been here for 400 years. You know, even mm -hmm. black people ourselves, we are not aware yeah. of this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, we weren't aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, what? They've been, they've been shipping up to Norway 400 years? <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that you know we we exist everywhere. Yeah, yeah. What I think is is very interesting about what you just said is that being African American, like even having that hyphenated title, which some of us ag agree to accept or we reject, right? But it still gives us place in the space. And mm. so I hadn't thought about like what happens when you are black in a nation that has not declared you a part of that space, right? Yeah. You know, because I haven't been to Norway, but like it, when we both been to Sweden and that is, it, it was weird because you know that there are black people and people like other nationalities that are there. Um, however, 
it's almost overlooked in in their concept of acceptance is kind of like the I don't see color thing where it's like oh well I just won't acknowledge that you are not white yeah (laughs) which is an erasure in itself yeah (laughs) like that's the that's the worst part of it like I'm not seeing color so I'm not a racist and I'm not gonna like acknowledge that you have challenged this that I don't even face you know like that's a Mm. that's a huge part of living here people uh, acting like that and, and it's interesting because, you know, in America, we deal with the whole hyphenated bullshit, you know, um, in Norway and a lot of Nordic countries in general, is that kind of, you're just other, period. We ain't figured out what to call y'all type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. We've been here for hundreds of years, right? And then you have this other kind of, because there's differences in Europeans <laughs> in their relationship with slavery. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have people like in, in France, where we still have this bullshit of, I don't see race. That's an American thing. Yeah. But in France, there's no hyphenation there, um, and there's no that they don't have that identity thing. They have the absolute opposite. You're just French. Forget anything that you came from. We don't want no here, no hyphenation, no nothing. Mm. Have, but then, so whereas the Americans is a visible hypocrisy with the hyphen, <laughs> you know, they are the invisible hypocrisy because they say, "No, nah, y'all ain't all that bullshit. Y'all French," but not really. Yeah, not really, really. Even yeah. though I've been here generations deep, but you have to qualify for the for that title as being French, right? Once yeah. you well, prove if, that if you're you cool. are acceptable or that you are, you know, that you but fit that into. But that got nothing to do with the streets, though. You know, right. you know. I think a lot of people of color are by default by you just walking down the street. All different kinds of French people, people who've been there for generations, black, white, whatever. Some immigrants, mm-hmm. some not, whatever. People of color without speaking to them or assumed to be integrant, maybe first or second. Like the understanding yeah. of how long black people have been in a country and how that should be, French people have not done the work of attaching their migration history to their identity. Yeah. You know, and so it's always kind of weird. So all of that is happening. Cause yeah. I think about the brother who saved the baby that was up on the, falling off the balcony. And he was an immigrant when he went up the balconies, climbed up the side of the building to save the baby, but he was French when he got to the bottom. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or Once the, the baby was saved, he was French. Too. Same yeah. thing. You just got to make sure that you're comfortable, that you're kind, that you're polite, that you're every, that you're checking every little box. And maybe then you'll be like allowed into like, let's say the entree, like the, like the hallway of this whole society thing, you know? But at the same time, you're giving like the equal rights, uh, like on paper, you're getting the same opportunities for work and education and everything like that. So like the the framework is like equality, but like they just don't call you if you got a, like a foreign name or whatever like that. Like, so you see a lot of that shit. And I think uh, like we're so dispersed here in a way. So like our, uh, I think our, our relationship to black excellence is also a whole nother story, you know, because we're not, we're not like raised to like embrace the same kind of identity. And I'm not saying that people are not embracing, but like what society kind of wants us to have, you know, like in America, you are like, still, you have a lot of the urban culture with the hip hop and you, there's a lot of, uh, like black role models that you can follow if you want to look to somebody, you know, we don't have that here. So like just a funny example, like me, every time I ride in my car and I pass a brother or a sister in a nice car, 
we we lock eyes you know we're like yeah. fucking surprised to see another see black you. person <laughs> drive a nice car like that's mm -hmm. you know and we're like whoa that's cool you know you done good for yourself you know? <laughs> <laughs> i think because we do that's too. like the picture <laughs> we do, of we us do that like too. we're we just a too. sad depressive picture you know like none of us are really capable of nothing and they don't want to tell you that that's the truth but that's the truth so you going to you see yourself staying in norway in actually future? i do i do mm, yeah mm. but i like i definitely have a need to explore more and to like uh embrace a lot more of the experiences that is coming my way and i'm definitely open to a lot but what is special about norway is uh, of course like our uh, relationship with police violence and stuff like that like mm -hmm. we have a lot of racism here but it's not necessarily going to kill us and i think that norway mm. sweden and denmark are maybe one of the few places in the world where you can actually feel kind of safe that you will not lose your life over like small, small little things, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of brutality throughout Europe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a real thing. And I think every black person should at least experience it once, at least once <laughs> is mm -hmm. not yeah. being scared, particularly of the police because the institution of the police didn't come out of slavery in other mm -hmm. countries per mm -hmm. se. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that, that thing isn't there, you know? Yeah. So. But, but let it be known though, like there are racist structures in, in our police as well. Like I can't even count how many times I've been pulled over by the police for no reason, but here they are not allowed to kill anyone. Like they can only kill you if they see you kill like a tens of people. And even then they will try to like put you down gently. So that's the difference, you know, but of course we are suffering from systemic bullshit over here as well, but it's not, you know, you don't have to fear for your life. And I think that's a huge difference. And that's like, that's a good reason to stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah. I think I've just like caved into myself for a second. Like, I don't even know what that's like mm. like i don't even i have never lived in a world where i have not had to be aware of the imminent threat of the police mm. in my community and we don't ever. call the police here it has to be i mean not for nothing even on a home invasion you know grab your piece and keep it moving like you have to do a lot in a black community for another black person to call the police on something. Yeah, because we've we called the police anyway. to help us, and then the police show up at our door and shoot us. Yeah, exactly. And we're the one that calls. We're the ones that call. Yeah. You know, or shoot someone we love, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, we're going to keep this 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 topic of race going on, but we're going to put it into the letter because this letter actually has to deal with race a little relationships. spin on it huh? a little Say spin again? on it a little spin on it a little spin on it so you're yeah. so, you're, so Mabel, you're going to help us with um this letter all right here's your letter all right here go y'all now this person actually wrote two letters um because they one one time they when they first wrote they wrote before everything popped off with George uh, Floyd, and then they wrote a backup letter. But I'm going to read both letters because I think they both support each other. And you basically, you don't need to change nothing, baby. You're asking a clear question, so I'm going to do it. Okay, so, hey, aunties. First of all, thank you for your podcast. It's a great resource for those who don't have the real familial aunties that were so helpful, that were so helpful in the past. Second, happy Pride Month. Um, take it, uh, oops, I'm sorry. Happy Pride Month. <clears throat> 
just some background. I am um, a later in life queer, late 30s. Um, like the top, like the typical storyline, I knew from a younger age that I was attracted to women. I found your podcast while doing some research on general African American culture. I am, uh, I am, I am of Asian descent and started dating a beautiful black woman. I realized very early in our relationship that the racial and cultural differences created some difficulties in connecting with her on a more intimate level. While there are no, while there was no doubt in my mind that I love her deeply. Um, it was somewhat difficult um, for me to accept that there are some things about her in her background that I will never be able to understand. As humbling as it is to admit, I had to be honest with myself and come to an understanding that I had been one of those living in the dark and had very poor knowledge on the history of African-American life struggles in America. In an attempt to perform personal growth, I have been doing a lot of learning, like listen to us, or okay. <laughs> and listening to different views and aspects on African-American history, both straight and queer. I have two questions. Well, so just one question we're addressing here. I am very curious um, for your perspective, some advice on how to be in an interracial relationship with a strong, gorgeous black woman and things that you found um, were both helpful in creating an environment that creates safety and understanding of how to be in an intimate relationship with a person of color. Also, if you have some topics of experiences that would be helpful to know are off limits or areas that would uh, areas that would be something that would basically create more harm than help. Great. I'm glad you asked that. Mm-hmm. I've heard some ex- episodes on this in the past, but from a person that has basically had an easy road through life, I think it is very important to acknowledge that while we have made strides in some areas of understanding, that is always a great room of growth for everyone. Now, um, she, and she identifies as she, um, <clears throat> gets back it up, say, hey, with another letter, just a few, just so you know, she wrote me back and she was like, hey, aunties, uh, in light of what has been going on in the country and <laughs> 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 the world, please disregard the last email, but I'm not disregarding because I think, hmm. she said she wanted to just ask this simple question. As a woman of color, how would you want your romantic partner who is not of color to support you in this time of racial tension? We obviously will never be able to understand the deep-rooted hurts uh, hurt that come um, with being a black person, gay woman in particular, in this country. Um, we all need to stand up and support all the African Americans in this country and all the people of color. Yeah, oh, yay, yay, thank you so much. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so there's a couple, there's a few things going on. Thank you, thank Oh, the person's name is Skip. 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 All right, Skip. Skip. All right, Skip. <laughs> Skip. And Skip identifies as she. I hope I got Mm-hmm. I believe it was Skip. Yes. Skip! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Skip is asking a couple of questions here. Um, and I, wanted, okay, I so... want to include both letters. Right? Yeah. You know, um, so... Well, what are y'all hearing? What are the questions y'all hearing here? I, I hear a couple of them floating around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so perspectives on dating a black woman when... A gorgeous you... black woman. Uh, or otherwise, I don't. Otherwise. I don't know. Like yeah, how you figure out that it's yeah. not right. <laughs> I think, <laughs> like whoever you are dating, <laughs> this I'm woman I'm is I'm gorgeous I'm and black, um, <laughs> and you are not black. And I do think it's interesting that the second question states that um, I am not of color when Skip is Asian. 
And yeah. Oh, I was also minute. confused. I was like, mm. yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't peep that, but I also did peep that uh, Skip made it very clear that I've lived an easy life. So though mm-hmm. you may be Asian, you may be of the Asian that has allowed you to live a comfortable life. Yeah. And so there is, there's part of that, right. There's part of that conversation about the, the, um, acceptable minorities, right? The, the preferred minorities, I think is the term. And Mm -hmm. so when you have, um, those dynamics there, it can, it can be a little tricky, right? Because we know that there are some people who classify as people of color, but don't, um, identify with the experience of, people who have been marginalized, right? Um, So there are a couple of things here. I don't know the lived experience of this beautiful black woman that you are dating. She may not participate in or identify with the experience of uh, people who have been marginalized, although she is a black woman, right? (laughs) So there are plenty of people who have varied experiences. And I think assuming that because she's black that she has this particular um, like blanket experience or blanket uh, mentality that we can tap you into is going to be dangerous as well, right? So there are just as many types of black women as there are types of shoes, honey, because we bring it all, like, yeah. we bring it all, all the time. And um, I think maybe starting there and, and having your relationship steeped in maybe some some commonalities and not shying away from the differences, not mm. um, pretending that they don't exist or pretending that they don't shape who she is, right? Um, or who you are. Yeah, but, and we're directing this towards the, the beautiful black woman, right? Um, but I think that if you start to tap into your history and your people and, and how you came to be, in the country and and what's going on in your motherland, then you might find that you all have some, um, some things, some points of, of understanding with each other, right? It doesn't just have to be that, oh, you, you know, your people experience this, but I'm not experiencing it. So I can't understand. I, I've definitely met Asian women, (laughs) in my life who have talked to me about the experiences of their people and how they are empathetic and sympathetic to the experiences that black people have because they know their own culture and their own history. Um, And so that's been able to inform a more rich uh, connection Mm -hmm. between their relationships with black people, especially here in America. Mm. Yeah. Well, my first thought was uh, actually that uh leading with fear of saying the wrong thing i think potentially can do a lot more damage than actually just saying something at all uh i think my advice for this person of like this person who identifies as somebody of not color uh try like ask the questions because in the end, if you ask questions like, are you up for this? Do you have the headspace to discuss this? Are you in a mental state right now where we can like talk about some stuff that might be difficult or, you know, whatever it is that has formed your life and shaped your experience? Like, I think it's a matter of starting there uh, more than being scared of saying potentially harmful things, uh, because in the end, you guys love each other and you're together in a relationship, which means there is a foundation of trust there, hopefully. 
um, and re in regards to the second letter uh, about how to deal with stuff right now, I think that uh, the same rule applies there, you know, just being um, being considerate and not jumping into this kind of like a state of anger on behalf of somebody rather oh, like yes. what do you need right now i think what is going on is what a tremendous experience for you in a negative way how can i be of service like how can i assist you or support you or whatever it is rather than being like oh my god it's so infuriating what is going on and it's so unfair and then you're you're like a black person you're sit back there like Okay, well, you said it all, so let me just, you know, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. about that experience, like, dang. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, um, and Skip, um, just, just kind of bouncing off something that Red was kind of diving into in regards to your own history. Because, I, you know, I used to say the things, well, I'm just going to say it. Um, Sometimes you don't get what you want. Sometimes you are not in the space to to get whatever the imagined intimacy you want with this woman because, bitch, you ain't read enough yet. I mean, you don't know enough yet about your own history in context of this woman's history. So not just, okay, how we as Asian people have been oppressed by the white man, but how we as Asian people have oppressed black people. How we as Asian people in America anyway, anyway, you know, have benefited from the work and blood and sweat of, of, of black people in regards to just your general fucking rights, all right? Now, if you can then, um, if you're going to be in a relationship with this black woman or any black woman or any person, any black woman, you know, at least you're armed with a, because history is important, because then you can speak within context. Then you, it's also humbling, you know, it's also humbling, you know, um, to be able to step back and, and to, be present with someone dealing with the world, always trying to give input. So don't let all the education have you be a chatty patty either. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't want to be hearing all you, all your education. They want to see your education in action or lack thereof, knowing how education to help you read the room, read the intimacy room, <laughs> and how you should place yourself. And also, like again, it's humbling, so there is not this sense of... Um, Another way that entitlement shows up is this kind of paternal, and this comes with whiteness, and this is what maybe your Asianness is more akin to, whether you want or are ready to embrace that enough, but the paternalness of whiteness to want to fix the situation. The maternalness, well, fix the situation um, uh, through that person as opposed to with oneself, mm -hmm. you know? So most of the work you should be doing in these times, if you are in a relationship with a person of color, is donate. If you got the money, you're going to donate to every motherfucking organization you can find, okay? Um, and you need to learn how to read the room. And what you need to do is find a room of your own and read on some books, find your own history, our history. Just do the work. Like, that is a meditation, as in being a relationship, period, is. But since you are choosing to be in a relationship with a person of color that is not your color, <laughs> that is the meditation you, that is a part of it. you got to do your homework. Shit, I have to, we have to, if you, listen, can I just say one quick little story in regards to, even for black people, all right? I had a really a rude awakening. Um, I had a really good friend. She wasn't an intimate partner, but she was a really good friend of mine. Oh, she still is a good friend of mine, um, um, Asian-American um, woman, both same 
you know, economic strategy, or you struggling artists, whatever. And I remember um, us watching the, watching the TV one day, and a commercial came on. Um, uh, it was some Ben Stiller movie, some Kung Fu Ben Stiller movie. He was playing the Chinese man, all right? And at one point, he did a high yard, like kicked a cow or something. I don't remember that commercial read. Anyway, all that being saying, I laughed for a minute, for a, excuse me, a second and a half. But then my friend was like, I hate this fucking commercial. And, and her, the kind of venom that she exuded, I recognized that. Exactly. I recognized that level of motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And because I was a black American, I wasn't privy to her particular pain until actually experiencing it. So I didn't decide, oh, I'm just a teachable moment for Hanifa. I'm going to have a conversation with my friend. Nah, I checked myself. I was like, I see the commercial now for what it is. I literally did not see the commercial for what it was to my friend. So sometimes when you just experience someone you love go through hardship, you're really, all you need to do sometimes is take fucking notes and then act upon those notes. And I feel like you got to chime in if she ain't asked you to chime in anyway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I agree. And I think that there's something um, in the letter too that just keeps sticking out to me because uh, Skip was asking if there were things that were off limits Mm, uh, for mm. black women and I, I want to start by saying that everything can be out in the open if if you are a safe space right if you are someone who, who this woman feels like she can talk to and she can share her experience with and, and she won't be judged or she won't have to see this in some you know repurposed way again later like you'll definitely get to talk about everything um but then there are a couple of things like hair <laughs> that are like just sensitive topics, you know, for black women. Um, and and those are those are things that you're just not going to um, navigate easily. Like and just know those things and that sometimes they're going to come up and you know, this is my season of, of grace, right? So I'm always going back to grace, right? <laughs> give yourself some grace, give her some grace. You know, sometimes you are going to say things that are triggering, right? But um, to my Bell's point, like if you're walking around and spending your whole time afraid to have conversations with her because you're constantly trying not to trigger her or you think that you're going to finally figure out the right a combination of words that will not trigger her that it's going to be triggering oh, because oh, you feel oh. like conflicted and, and we all know convoluted we all right we feel you having, having anxiety yeah. Yeah. you're giving us fucking anxiety you can't go nowhere to be around someone that's not having fucking anxiety around the shit i'm dealing with in the world yeah so please yeah yeah and so those things will will when it's it's not from the heart like you know people Except, feel that when it's not yeah. Yeah, and it's so vibrant. Just be, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm. so I yeah. don't know. So I don't know how encouraging we were, <laughs> <laughs> but you wrote us because we like to keep it one hundred. Um, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think what all three of us were saying is before you worry about how you're going to wiggle in and understand and get to know, you need to just know. So you need to do your homework. Continue doing mm -hmm. your homework. And I don't know, try, try, try again, you know, but you also have the option to not try, thus privilege. So 
Hey. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? So the balls in your court, Skip, um, we do wish you well. We wish um, all those you are in relationship well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And <laughs> thank you for trusting us and, and, and giving us... No, seriously. Thank you for trusting yeah. us with this situation like when you all write us letters like you're you're inviting us into your life and i hope that we were able to give you something um even with our guest mabel here that yes. will will help you in different insights yes i want you in this beautiful black woman they have love as well <laughs> exactly. we all deserve love. All, deserve love. Yes. all right thank you thank you skip for just being here uh in our inbox we appreciate that and yes. though we are taking a break that doesn't mean that the letters should stop coming because we want to have plenty of letters there when we uh, come back to you guys in August. And I'm sure a lot will happen between now and August because that is the world we are living in. Okay. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so you can always um, write us uh, children during our break in July and anytime you can write your aunties at your gay aunties at gmail.com and again don't forget um you have two more days to contribute to lights on but you can do so on venmo at b909 uh creative or patreon.com slash the gay aunties the lights on tier and with that being said i am hanifa walida i am red summer and i am my belly <laughs> <laughs> and we are your gay aunties all and right babies We'll see you guys in a month. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.